Time for a quick nature quiz. Bring it on. If deer and moose shed their antlers every year, why don't we find more of them scattered around in the woods? Hmm? Well, we're not the only ones looking for them. We might think of antlers as something that identifies a male deer or a moose, but antlers are an important part of the entire forest ecosystem. I'm Dave Anderson with the Forest Society. And I'm Chris Martin with New Hampshire Audubon. And this is Something Wild. Antlers are not horns. Antlers grow from the tip. Well, how do horns grow? Well, they grow from the base. Oh. Healthy antlers are a sign of a healthy animal. Males of the deer family, the cervidae, includes moose, deer, and elk, and they grow new antlers each summer. Antlers grow incredibly fast, the fastest growing bone material of any mammal. At their peak, a white-tailed deer's antlers can grow a quarter inch per day, and a moose in its prime can grow as much as a pound of antler mass each day. Wow. Well, developing antlers are covered with a short, dense fur called velvet. This allows oxygen-rich blood to nourish bone growth, thanks to an extensive capillary network. If you ever got to feel the growing antlers of a captive deer, they're actually warm. That's because of this high level of blood flow. Can you tell the age of a white-tailed buck or a bull moose by the size of the antlers? Well, yes and no. It's an indication of fitness and good nutrition and good genetics. But the capacity for larger antlers does increase with body mass. Their primary function is for reproduction. Oh, you mean as advertisement to the females. Yes. But also as formidable weapons for territorial dominance in contests with rival males during the rut, Mm -hmm. their fall breeding season. After the breeding season, antlers have served their purpose. They're heavy, and they get in the way for males as they walk through the woods and who are now more intent on eating enough to rebuild their strength to survive the winter. Decreased daylight lowers testosterone, causing the connection between the antler and the skull to weaken, and the antlers fall off. Yeah, sometimes one at a time. In New Hampshire, this typically happens in January. Could be a little earlier, a little later. But end of story, right? No, that's not the end. Because antlers are too valuable. Their calcium is vital for teeth and bones and supports nerve function, muscle contraction, and vision. Phosphorus helps to produce protein for growth and organ function. It's like a vitamin tablet. Shed antlers provide a critical source of these nutrients, generally not otherwise found lying around in the woods. Right, except in small quantities, in bark, twigs, buds, and leaves. Plants obtain these minerals from the soils, which are derived from weathering bedrock. But granted is notoriously stingy and our soils are nutrient poor. Calcium in particular is the limiting nutrient for forest growth in New Hampshire. And if it's limiting for plants, it's limited for bone growth. So that makes shed antlers incredibly valuable to all forest dwellers. Right, rodents like mice, chipmunks, and squirrels, as well as porcupines and raccoons gnaw on shed antlers. Shed antlers often show teeth marks as evidence of nature's elegant system of nutrient recycling. There are wildlife camera images documenting rabbits, opossums, coyotes, and even deer chewing on antlers. Ah, that finally explains why they're not so easy to find. Correct. For Something Wild, I'm Chris Martin. You can hear Something Wild on demand at nhpr.org or download it as a podcast and listen whenever you like. And I'm Dave Anderson. Our producer is Jessica Hunt. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Society for the Protection of New Hampshire Forests, and NHPR. NHPR.